Hello and welcome to Infamous, the audio podcast. This is Brandon or Mutilus on Discord. This is Jeremy. Uh, go by um, forward slash hashtag Malekith is dead to me. I will not play Malekith uh, for quite some time. Um, failure. Hashtag failure. Failed to me. Dead to me. Period. Dot. Period. And this is Aaron. I go by Treffenwood on Discord. All right. Welcome back. Um... As you've noticed, Parker is missing, so uh, we'll put him at 3,096 probationary episodes. Um, he was doing so good getting that number down. Did he tell I us mean, he was going to be missing this one? He did not. He has not responded to any of my messages since we were supposed to start recording. So, so Bro, that's a no-call, no-show. For show. wasting my time? Uh, I'm fine with that. So, no-call, no-show. 3,106. We definitely could have started half an hour sooner if he had just said he wasn't coming. Also, once you shave his head once, that only takes care of so many episodes. This mm-hmm. is a double shaved head bet zone. Double shave. You have to shave it, grow it out to yeah. shave it again. Yeah, like it's <laughs> this is becoming a like a serious problem. I he may need some help. Do you remember when we looked up the amount of hair follicles on the human scalp mm-hmm. to see how mm-hmm. many how many heads he owes us? I would I would also suggest we shave one side and then shave the other side like two weeks later. I would allow that. <laughs> I, well, I told him I was just going to take it 10 square inches at a time. I'm just going to do a reverse mohawk. <laughs> it's that, just oh. like, if you leave it, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm taking the middle two inches. The middle. That's mine. <laughs> just right down the middle. Just skunk Looking stripe good. it. Looking good, buddy. Looking good. Looking good, buddy. <laughs> um, although uh, AMG is taking their sweet-ass time releasing the... Um, next rival box so there's a chance that he might get out of that bet but i think we're gonna hold him to losing it regardless so. <laughs> uh i don't think we had any news did we nope cool all right so currently playing uh i've gotten in a handful of games with my new wizards uh also known as the convocation um I like my list. Uh, I've had some weird games, though, but also I'm playing as a lot of other people who are testing out new stuff, so it's kind of odd playing against all new stuff all the time. Um, I think it's good for the game, though. A lot of people trying out new lists. I really like the combination of MODOK 2 and Ultron 2. I think they work really well together, especially in Convocation specifically. Uh, it's really hard to break up their their little brick of positioning because... Modok can sack to either the Grunts or to Ultron. The Grunts dying resets the books. Um, and so it's a really nice combo. Um, and so if they do manage to split them up because they both have like the helmet rule that Juggernaut has, you can use the leadership to bump back into range two of each other. So it's really hard to keep them apart. Um, so I like that a lot. Um, but yeah. Uh, Convocation's been a little bit better than expected, but not as good as has hoped. So I'll keep messing with them. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't. I, I definitely was not expecting his uh, humongous health pool. Uh, Ultron has uh, a big old fat health pool. <laughs> he's he's a chungus. <laughs> chungus. He has even more health when you could play Age of Ultron. Have you been That's playing him with Age of Ultron? Yes. Okay. I think it's almost an auto include for him. It's so good. It's because you put him in that spot. You're like. You can't attack him. Like, it's just so punishing if you kill him. Oh, and a cute interaction that I think very few people know about. If When you kill him, and he plays Age of Ultron, you get to place three off of the tactics card, and then also use Leadership Bump. 
So he places three, then places one. So he can cross, like, the entire fucking table, basically. And so if you're trying to keep him alive so they can't kill him again, like, say he was at one, and you're like, oh, I'll just kill him twice. You're like, no, you're not. So my relatively uninformed spicy take is that Ultron is overhyped and not as good as people think he is. Yeah, I think people think he's, like, the new boogeyman. He's definitely not. He's just good. No. I, I don't think you're good. wrong to have in your list, but I do not think I, – I agree with you. He's not anything special. I think when we were originally talking about him and I think someone had mentioned he had a place he could move himself, I think that made him amazing. But since he doesn't, yep. he kind of reminds me a lot of old Ultron. Um, he's kind of a dirt clod. And being that he is kind of static and his throw does cost three. I was trying to compare him a little bit to Modok because he has a throw. He has a good range gun and he does have a bow. Except he's got a humongous health pool. I'm like, okay, is he better than Modok? Because mm-hmm. they're both five points, and you start looking at it. Uh, but his throw costs one more. He doesn't have sap power. Like, there's, it's kind of. Eh. So his throw does cost one more, but it is it throws size fours. So I think I think it has to, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> he does have lower power gen. That's definitely a thing. Um, yeah, I, was, I, I, I was just find looking at that some he, comparisons. Mm-hmm. I find that he gets enough power, yeah, but it's he doesn't have like excessive amounts, mostly because his spender is freaking amazing, and so you tend to want to use it. Mm-hmm. I've definitely noticed myself overspending Wait, his power several who's, times. Who spender? Uh, Ultron two. Eh, in the right situation, uh, eight dice physical auto throw plus explosive force is pretty cute. What's the range? Uh, on unless that? you're unless you're next to your own uh, range three. Explosive force is really bad. You actually want to be next to your own grunt though. Sure. So you throw them into the grunt, then explosive force blows them up, which does damage back to the person that you threw into them, and then you gain power because they t- took damage from it. And then you throw a piece of train into them and resummon the grunts. So yeah. Your grunts could activate double attack, do a collision damage, then die to an explosion. Dealing a damage back, generating him a power, which then helps him pay for the throw, which then respawns them. I think it's a really cute interaction. Sure, it's I... very rare going to happen, but... Right. I think he's an interesting model. I don't see anything that makes him... Or makes me believe that he is anything but a really good five-pointer. I don't I don't see him breaking anything. And I've played no, I agree I, I, I played against him a few times. And yeah, he's a pain in the ass, but... He's definitely manageable. You're like, okay, he mm. can do these things. And, you know, I think his bow is probably the most interesting piece. The fact that they included bow on a model. I'm like, okay, that's a new one. Got to get used to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't expect it either. Mm-mm. Like, it's very weird inclusion in his kit. But I think I'd rather have him. I'd rather that he has bow than a place. You mean to make him be a fair model? Or, like, if you wanted to play him, you'd rather have a bow than a place? I would re- like to play him. I would rather that he be able to place himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but what I'm saying. Because like, that would he's make not him insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I agree with you. But yeah, it makes him more fair that he has a bow. That's mm-hmm. okay. Like you can manage yourself around that, you know. And you know when he's going to activate. Like you can kind of keep track of him. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so my second nine point package that I was running in convocation was Cable plus Psylocke, which um, was also good. Um, I like that they're a little bit more self-sufficient than the MODOK and Ultron plan. I feel like Ultron MODOK is more of a brick plan, and if you you get a centralized scenario, it's really good. 
But if they have to spread out, it, they definitely don't like that. Um, as where Cable and Psylocke don't really care if they have to spread out. So I like that as an alternate package. The fact that it's the same point total um, is nice. That group scares the shit out of me. Yeah, no, Psylocke is super good in Convocation. Um, Magic is doing the exact same thing as she did for me last time. Massively underperforming, despite, you know, statistically she should do good. I played playing a Poldock on somebody and put, like, double spender into them. And I think my highest number of hits was three. <laughs> I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, this is just bad dice, and I know, but it's just frustrating. You're cursed. Maybe she's just uh, cursed for you. I think she is. Like, it's just annoying. I repeatedly watch her fail in situations she should excel. I usually find that all she has to do is use her tactics cards, place someone, incinerate them, and then win the game that way. Like, she usually doesn't have to do much more than that. It's so hard to justify getting it in the five, though. Uh, Probably, yeah. I mean, she tends to be able to spend one, place herself one, Mm -hmm. do something productive, walk somewhere, and then spend her card. Like, her shenanigans she can pull for a three-point model is pretty epic, Mm -hmm. at least for a turn. A turn of epicness, and none of that has to do with fighting. Mm -hmm. Like, statistically, like... You look at the math, I'm like, she should hit harder than Psylocke, like, in a vacuum. Like, her attack is better than Psylocke's attack. But then you do it, and, like, Psylocke just hits harder, despite all the math, and it doesn't make any sense. I think you're going to have to, ex- well, whatever. Are you going to, so you're not taking that to Warfare? No, I'm not playing combo Warfare. I'm going to gotcha. play Webs. I, I think my, my combo list is way too raw to do well. I do think it's fun to play, though. Well, um, I ditched all the Killy models and started playing um, more Killy models with Magneto nice. and friends. <laughs> but what I found to be amazing was just playing a whole bunch of threes, basically, and they all run around and take objectives and don't really have to fight to make a, a game exciting for me. Mm-hmm which was a completely new and different exciting feeling than I've had in the last year and a half of Marvel Crisis. So mm-hmm. it was like, side. I know, I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, your roles matter and mine don't? This is insane. <laughs> just imagine <laughs> if Jeremy ever decides to play fucking Sam. He's like, it's what? Over. You just stand here and win? I can just stand here and Doesn't laugh at you. Doesn't even make sense. No, bro, I think you should roll. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm having a blast with it because it actually... It does that list really well, and it also can pull a different trigger, which is, you know, it can fight. Like, Magneto will all, will always be the original, like, I'm going to kick the shit out of stuff. Um, he mm-hmm. doesn't do it as good as some of the new ones, but he still he still can throw a bunch of stuff, do a bunch of attacks, and produce a lot of damage if he wants to, which is cool. It's cool to always have that. Um, and I'll be taking that to Warfare. I've been playing. I put Amazing Spider-Man in there. Um, the rest of it is pretty standard issue stuff, I think. Yeah. Cool. All right, Aaron. Quickly tell us what you're playing at Warfare. I know fucking clue I'm playing at Warfare. Yeah. Oh God. When did I last play? WTC? No. M- MCP? Yeah. I'm trying to figure you out what I've been playing since, last we cast, Thursday. since we cast last time. Um... <clears throat> Uh, oh no, I remember what you were playing. It was, uh... Um, oh yeah. I played ha- Hydra and Wakanda. 
yeah, last Thursday. So it. since then, I've played Wakanda Cabal and Avengers. Perrin and I created a Red Skull 3 and a Steve 3 list. Uh, and we've, we've been playing them against each other and swapping off who plays what each time. <laughs> so that's been kind of fun. Do you just like get up and walk around the table and sit back down? Uh, no. I have my side. He has his side. We just pass models. Oh, okay. <laughs> you move the models. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get off my side. Exactly. Uh, Red Skull is actually up four to one, which is surprising to me. Yeah, I think uh, I think I agree with that. I think Steve was the flash in the pan that people are going to get over pretty quick. And I think Red Skull is the sleepy one. I think, I think he's better than people think he is. I think they're both pretty good. Yeah, but in, in first read-through, everyone assumed Steve was way better. So, uh, I don't know if I'm going to take one of those to Warfare or not, though. Just like you and Combo, they're both very raw. You know, I've played them yeah. each, like, two times. I have a list concept. I have I have nothing that's, you know... I don't have answers from a list. I don't have any of that. I just have a list concept, which is not going to get me very far. <clears throat> What do you feel about um, Wakanda? Uh, same thing. If they get what they want, i.e. Pryo with a 17, uh, they're really good. But my Wakanda, anyway. Without that, it gets a little tricky. <coughs> I mean, not saying that you should just net list, but what What if you don't play your Wakanda and you just play like, the Wakanda list? Yeah, fuck that. Okay, fair. <clears throat> I refuse to net list ever. Well, I mean, is... Sam Ventures. Uh. <laughs> uh, so, you could argue that, whatever. So, for me, netlisting is just taking a list you find on the net and just playing it, period. Sure. Right? Well, like, it's I impossible it, to play any affiliation of the game without having to take inspiration from something, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, I wasn't saying, like, go copy X person's list. I'm just saying, like, sure. in general, what if you played a more standard version is kind of what I meant. Yeah. I take my inspiration from Cosmic Ghost Rider killing things. Yeah. I take my my inspiration from Longshanks ranked lists. (laughs) (laughs) No, everyone knows I fucking hate netlist more than anybody, so I'm never going to tell somebody they have to do it. I'm just saying, like, I I know that your list is nice and unique, and I I think I had a little bit of help coming up with it. You did. Um, And so, like, I like that list, but... It's considering you're going to an event tomorrow. Like, I'd be more... probably don't have the time to test it and make small revisions, but... Well, the issue is, all... I, I don't know... Like, there's the, the, There are, like, three characters in that list that are, are TBD. I mean, I, obviously, I have people in those spots right now, but are those the best three characters I could be taking? You know, characters mm-hmm. 8, 9, and 10. Uh, and what matchups are they bad into? I don't have the the, the experience... Yeah, you don't have the reps to make those decisions. Correct. Okay. Um, would you like to talk about a list that we could take? Like, I know in the past people have liked our JoJo episodes where we try and come up with a list. Uh, give me a minute to think about that. Okay. Uh, well, I guess then in the meantime, uh, Jeremy, what's the difference between a well-dressed man on a bike and a poorly dressed man on a unicycle. It is the attire. The attire. I got it. I'm just trying to think attire. if you need a pro- so get props for this, or I'm mad. You should, uh, you should be mad. You seem pretty mad. It wasn't even proper I, English. Yeah, you, that was... The other one was much cuter. 
I like the other one better. Fine. The ghost one was even like Halloween related, so you don't even. Oh, you want Halloween dad jokes? Well, hold on just a second. Uh, everyone, h- hold your butts. <laughs> everyone, hang on to your butts. Hey, Jeremy, why do skeletons have low self-esteem? Oh, I don't know. Oh, they have nobody to love. All right, quit that shit. <laughs> I'm out now. You've lost me. Why don't skeletons fight each other? They don't have the guts. All right, that's enough. <laughs> that is. Uh, that's I like that one. I think that one's good. That that was that was a triple plus right there. And that was an S tier for sure. S tier, S tier dad joke. It's coming in hot. So you played um, Red Skull three, uh, Captain America seven. Uh, have you played any more? We talked about um, Ultron, new Ultron. Uh, any other new models we've played against, talked about? I know Bucky. I've seen Bucky on the table a couple times now. I've played against Bucky a lot. Yeah. How are you um, feeling about him? Uh, Killbox is annoying, but turns out it was always annoying. It's just on a model that can actually afford it now. What? What? Which one's Killbox? Uh, it's the Green Goblin Tricks and Traps. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. What is the card that he has now that he attaches that gives cover and like something uh, something power? Soul that activate. Um, it makes it to where uh, you choose an active leader in your team. Yeah. Uh, when he activates within range two of that model, he heals one and gains a power. Also, anytime they attack them, the leader model, that model gains cover and after attack is resolved, you can pay two to shoot them back. So that's any leader he can be a part of? Yeah. Uh, no, there's only three affiliations. It's tied to three affiliations. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, Cabal, I, Hydra, and Crimson. I did like that ability. I thought that was a cool tactics card. It is. I am much more down on Bucky than other people are, apparently. Yeah, I don't think he's particularly great. I just have played against it a lot. I, yeah. I, yeah. People are trying it. I, I and there it are definitely cool. card synergies there. It's not bad, but it's not what I want my four to do. I don't. Want, I don't want my four to be tied to another model. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Sitting back, one the, shooting. One of the games I actually won was uh, against... It was pretty funny. He was strapped to a Red Skull 3, and then I just left them to hang out together. I'm like, How, you guys enjoying your eight points? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out! <laughs> just left them. Um, how about uh, New Zemo? I played against him for a minute. He was okay. Lower end of power curve. Yeah, I wasn't very impressed at all. His little, his uh, little I do Pierce think... is awfully stabby. He is not as bad as some people said he was, but he's definitely not impressive. I mean, it's a five dice pierce with a reroll. Yeah. It gets to well, be seven dice if yeah. he gets in there, right? The problem is he has zero defensive tech mm-hmm. and like shit all. Whatever. He's got zero <laughs> defensive tech and shit all for stamina. So. Um, he does have 11 hit points, which is pretty average. For a four? Uh, that is not average for a four. It is it's low for a four, I'll give you that, you. but it's average for the game. Sure. Um, for his threat, he'd be a great three, right? But he's got 11 points of defensive stats and a reroll. I think he's he's not impressive. No one's going to argue that, but he's meant to be squishy, right? That's his design space. Sure. I just don't think his offensive output is enough to overcome how squishy he is on defense. Yeah, I don't disagree. And the like, fact there's... that his offensive output is tied to being within two. So I think you either need to do nothing but shoot the gun under Steve 3. That's a viable play pattern. 
or you need to be into attack and then quick step out of combat. Yeah. And I don't love that just for a play pattern, but I think it's necessary because everything else I've done ends up with him dead way earlier than I want him to. I think the play pattern you're supposed to have is that you shoot people with the gun until they get annoyed and move up and attack you, and then you stab them twice. Stab, stab. And then walk yeah. away. Yeah, you can move after. Yeah. So I I think there also, are some I mean, play patterns. Also, I get to move... You might move short and medium, right? Because his, his sword attack has the, the move potential. Sure. He also has a fucking horrible spender, so... He does, which just means you get to use the builder more often. Sure. So I don't like the fact that his gun is just a, a slot machine. Yeah, it's weird. His gun is weird. I had to ask about that several times. I'm like, it does what again? Yeah. A- anything it wants, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, sort of, so... some stuff. I'm like, so he stabs. He just stabs Either nothing okay. or you fucking hate this guy. One of the two. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why I really don't like him is because of that concept. The, the yeah. Same issue I have with CGR. He either owns the game or he whiffs. And CGR is like 90% owned. But, you know, a, a four threat model should not be able to just stagger your ma, you know, two of your models every turn. Uh, on the other hand, maybe he like whiffs both the attacks and there's nothing. So I don't know. I'm sure some people like that. Just not me. Have you guys played against? Those are the only ones I've played against or with so far. I played against Octopus or anybody? Captain Marvel. Okay. How'd she do? Uh, She did not perform. That's because I scored the game out before she could really do much. Um, I, again, think she is great in very specific affiliations and crises. Like, you have to get her in binary or she's not a five. Like, she's either a four or a six. If you can keep her in her binary form, which is six threat, right, then she's amazing. But how do you get her there before turn three? So many games have the game tilted in a certain favor by the end of turn three that if she yeah. can't get there, it's just super rough. Um, and she often needs to be in binary on two, which is super hard, uh, unless you're feeding her power with Inhumans or A4s. Or, uh, there's some places I would love to see her, but I haven't yet. Anyway, gotcha. that's my two cents on her. It can be great, but it has to be the right situation. Um, so I've played against Winter Soldier twice. I played with Ultron, I think, three times. Um, I played against Red Skull twice, and I played against Steve once and Zemo once. Um, Steve seemed annoyingly good, but not like amazing. It's mostly just: Are you going to, you know, is it ever going to fail you on a turn you really need it? Is kind of what it feels like his plan is. The answer is um, yes. Him not having. Him not having bodyguard is actually pretty noticeable, I think. So I think Steve to, is super yeah. good. Go ahead. I think Steve is super good, but I think the answer is when you absolutely need it, he is going to fail you. You can't guarantee mm. yourself a hit, mostly. Um, and most of the time, it's usually pretty good, uh, but it does cost power, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's there was several times in my game against Kenny where he either didn't have the power when he needed it because he had just paid for like a spender. Um, and part of that might be on planning, right? Like he's got to know that he can't do the spenders yeah. in those situations. But a lot of time it's like, you got a spender here. Like it's the only play and you just happen to only have three power. And then there was another time when he rolled two skulls and three hits. And it was just like, okay, so I modeled my regular hits to a wild because I need the wild trigger here because he built his list with a bunch of people that need wild triggers. And so it's just like not as efficient as you think. Um, and then it's only once per turn. So you you, you get in a situation where you're like, do I use it here? Do I save it for the next attack? It's kind of odd. 
I don't know. It, it's not as good as everybody tried to advertise it as. Now, it definitely is good. It's not like he's a bad leader. He's going to see play and he's going to be good. He's just, you know, not the second coming of Jesus like everybody said he was going to be. Mm, I think the jury's still out on that. I think Pierce Tell models you, with him just rip your head off. I think they're going to be, I think they're just insane. Well, you what do you say? I think Pierce models are insane with him. They're definitely good. So, apparently I took the build a different way. We went with pure control. Let me tell you, that shit sucked to play into. With Maw? Cause, no. Uh, no. It's the it's Sam list, <laughs> which has all the displacement models. Uh, and then you take mm-hmm. out, uh, I forget which, like Hulk and Dynamo, or Hulk and Widow, and you put in Cyclops and Steve 3. So it's like Steve 3, Cyclops, Voodoo, Sam, and Luke Cage. Luke Cage is hitting staggers on a 40% rate at that point. Sam is fucking stupid when he gets to, oh, I just need to do one more damage. Oh, look, I guess I'll do another damage and I'll throw in a wild. I guess I'm going to push you and Ricochet and do it again. Uh, Voodoo can get another double trigger to to throw. Uh, Cyclops is the worst because he needs a wild for both uh, Sound of Sight and the push. So he is just uh, pushing. Like the entire, That list is just stupid to play against. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It does seem pretty brutal. Uh, and Steve himself, he doesn't have bodyguard, but you just play him super aggressively. Um, he's really hard to kill on his backside when he's rolling six dice counting blanks. Um, and if he can get rolling with some of his own ricochets, he gets his powertrain going. I don't know. I think that that list has some definite legs. Um, and I actually think that's the better version of Steve 3 is Control versus the Valkyrie, uh, Logan, Wolverine. I'm just going to do a bunch of damage with my with my triggers. Which is the which is the initial route I took, right? Let's let's play some Gamora and Valkyrie with Steve three and just murder the world. You're anyway. like murder the world and also push them. <laughs> well, then I dropped all the murder bots. I was like, what if we just go to push? Like, oh, this is how I play the game. There, there we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure a uh, a Sam that throws sixteen dice every time he rolls and also pushes you is probably murdering things. That's true. <laughs> Especially since one of them is a hit and a wild. <laughs> <laughs> every time oh my god I hate Sam <laughs> speaking yep. of models that need to get fixed god damn it Sam is the problem he's my problem I don't like Sam either put him on my list he's not fun to play against but I mean he's a solid very very good three pointer with a good leadership but it's mostly just a three point leader in Avengers is really all that matters but yeah, yeah. that's cool that's cool that you're seeing um some new things. I really like seeing new things on the table. I like seeing new combinations on the table, whether they're good, bad, ugly, whatever, man, just seeing new things, especially after this dry spell we've had for a while now. I mean, that was a mostly self-induced. So. Correct. Okay. If we want to build a list, the only list that I haven't built that I'm really interested in is the CGR displacement one. Does that sound interesting? Um, is it? I just don't see how it's the best way to do it. Like if I'm trying to think. Let's say on average he gets four power a turn. Couldn't you just do the same thing with Hulkbuster? It's just two guaranteed displacements a turn. Um, but Hulkbuster has to start within three of whoever he's, he's Displacing. Sure, but he's got hit and run, and you put him pretty far forward. 
say if they just never moved within range three of Hulkbuster, I think you can just win the game right there. I think my issue is that it's a lot easier to um, backstop yourself than just to forward stop yourself. I don't think Uh, necessarily 100% wrong. Say say what? Uh, I don't think you're wrong on that. But, I mean, that's also assuming that you're moving a lot with CGR. And if he's not attacking, he's generating less power. Um, And I don't know how much you can really afford to be placing everywhere if you're also trying to drag everybody. I don't know. I just, I I don't know how valuable that concept is. If you're spending six points on a model that just moves two people, it's like you could just take Gwen and she kind of does that. Well, it's not just that, right? There's the threat of Mm -hmm. combat. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's whatever my opponent decides they have to try to drop into that list. Uh, If they think I want to try to fight them and I don't. Uh, sure. I mean, I like obviously his mobility, right? He can just he can double move, place, and pull. And uh, assuming I get, let's say, five power through dice rolls on turns one and two, along with two power ups, I'm going to be at seven power. So at that point, I could move twice, bump once, and pull three people off points. Turn two. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, all the while, you know, having. Psychosis for uh, you know super defensive roles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a stupid idea or anything. I just, I, I've never thought that that works. I mean, you're down a contesting model that's cost six points. I, I just feel like you could accomplish that better elsewhere. But I do like the concept that it's, you know, it's kind of like the catch twenty two. It's like, well, if they plan on me not fighting them, I get to fight them, and if they, you know, plan on board control. They're playing on fighting, then I get to play board control. Like, it's like a, you can just do whatever they're least set up to defend against. So I get it. I don't know. I just don't think it, if, I don't see how he, that's the best use of his resources. That's why I always lean towards other things like uh, Hulkbuster and stuff like that. Okay. But if you want to build that list, I'll help you. Like I said, I have. If I choose to take Wakanda Kabbalah Avengers, I have those built, so I don't need to build another one. What would be the core of a list like that? I don't know. That's why you have to start. Yeah, like, yeah. What Clearly, you're dealing with a small point core. Uh, so what's the best affiliation that gives a small point core uh, that, in my mind, has displacement and tough models that isn't uh, Avengers? You would, <laughs> you would start with Wakanda. Okay. You also get... Spirit of Wakanda on turn one, so you have even more power. You get more board control like Black Panther and Shuri. Okay. I would imagine your 17-point drop would be M'Baku, Black Panther, Shuri, and Cosmic Ghost Rider. Okay, I can get behind this. So I guess the question is really just, can you afford to drop any one character in your Wakanda list for Cosmic Ghost Rider? Sure. Then do I need to change any of my uh, missions to make that work? Uh, You're already playing one of the high-scoring ones, right? Yeah. Uh, What are your missions? Let's see. Let me open it up real quick. Wakanda. Uh, The missions are... Uh, Spider-Infected, Struggle for the Cube, and Scrolls. What about your blues? Since CGR is more relevant. Uh, Scoundrels, Infinity Formula, and Riots. Well, I always like a good um, Mayor Fisk, but uh, getting CGR stunned seems bad. Mm, it only really, really affects his uh, his die roll, though. Unless, you know, he's getting attacked a bunch. 
then it matters a little bit more. Okay, I mean, I think those missions are all fine for him. The only one that I question is Riots. I think he specifically loves Scoundrels and Infinity Formula. Yeah. Although, with Infinity Formula, I really need to go five wide to take advantage of it, and that's going to be difficult. At the minimum um, core of nine plus six is 15. I could do it you could with... swap Toad. one of the fours for, yeah, uh, Koye and pick a two. Toad. Uh, Toad's fine. You could, yeah, Toad's probably your best option. He's already in the list, so. Yeah. So that way I have someone to sit on the point that he goes to, goes to steal. I actually like that. I think I like that a lot. Okay, so who gets the boot between Crimson Dynamo, Thor, and Beta Ray Bill? Um, Dynamo's only for if you get stuck on, like, Researcher. Yep. So now if I have CGR, he just gets to be the Researcher? Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, you're clearly never going to play Dynamo and CGR, and if you're playing Researcher, I imagine CGR is a pretty easy include. Um, yeah. What was the other two options? Uh, Thor and Beta Ray Bill. Beta is only well, there for, like, an eyes play with scrolls. I would imagine that Jeremy is very pro-Thor and Wakanda. <laughs> that was pretty amazing, man. <laughs> it was cool. Well, so here's a question. Are you running um, Vibranium Shielding? No, but I should. If you're playing CGR, I think you should. I have yet to ever run Can I Borrow That? But that's largely because uh, I just flip spiders instead of cube every time. Yeah. Do you think you play it on cubes? Or do you think you just run away with your cube you already have? Because once you get two cubes on Quicksilver, he goes down pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, if that happens on like turn three, the game should be over. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's fine. I can already kind of borrow that. So I think I still play Brace as the second restricted. All right, yeah, fall back. Yeah, the only thing I could see you playing over Brace would be Sack, but you don't really need Sack. I'm actually tempted to get, get rid of a Serp the Throne. It causes ha half the time more problems than it. Yeah, is you only get the victory points if he kills them, uh -huh. not if they die that turn. Correct, he has to kill them. He has to do it. Um, yep. You play it on his turn, or you just play it active? Uh, it is active. Yeah, he has to do it. It's It's not easy to do. How many games would you say you're playing Killmonger anyway? So without CGR, he gets played in the majority of my games. I, I usually run all of the Wakandan 4s. Mm -hmm. right, really, because that just makes... Uh, it gives me options with Jabari Chieftain and Wakanda Forever. Um, I mean, the TTS League game I played earlier today, Killmonger charged Miles and just one-shot him turn one, and that flipped the whole game. So mm -hmm. there's not a lot of models that can do that. Five dice pierce is pretty nice. Yeah. As you were just mentioning. Um, and then he he, he kind of makes the game about him. Like, oh, well, now I've got a kill count. Like, you better kill me or you die. Yeah. On the other hand, he is relatively killable. So he's usually the third Wakandan I take. How about that? That's uh, fair. The four. Like, I, I usually take M'Baku and Black Panther before Killmonger. So, yeah, yeah. I could get rid of a Shirt of the Throne. Yeah, because if you already got Jubari, I doubt you're playing Jubari and the other one in most games. In so some, probably. That's my my problem with the list has been a bit having too much offensive fun. Because I take yeah. R&D and Spirit of Wakanda for the turn one, and then it's usually Jabari Chieftain or Serp the Throne of Wakanda forever. <laughs> Which is nothing yeah. but gas. It is pure mm -hmm. gas all the time. Well, I think it's important that, that Wakanda has gas, because if you try and play them like webs, they're, I think, slightly worse webs. But if you play them as like the combined arms list they are, I think they're very good. Uh, I, they need to have a 
will kind of have a turn. Mm-hmm. Those two cards really help. Um, yeah. But I think I could ditch a Serp. Um, it's expensive. It, I find it's rare that he has the power to play it conveniently unless he's hit an early spike. If he's hit an early spike, you're already playing from ahead. So I said half the time I get to play it and half the time it ends up being a dead card just mm-hmm. because of uh, either they have a good target for it, but they always have prior and they just kill Killmonger before I can do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Or like they have ASM and their first move is to move double long away from Killmonger. And I just am never matched up against their five. Um, but right. the times it's um, useful, it's really useful, right? Two victory points plus the extra dice for three attacks. Sure. So, uh, Why don't you run through the full list for people listening at home? I know we've been talking about it. but Sure, I'll start with the characters. Uh, five mm-hmm. Wakandans, uh, Black Panther, Killmonger, Mbaku, Okoye, and Shuri. Uh, I am leaving out Storm, notably. Uh, two splashes that make the uh, 17Fs super good with Spirit of Wakanda, and those are Toad and Quicksilver. Uh, bottom line, if I have Pryo on an F extract, Toad will go first, place advance R&D to Okoye or Shuri, who will play Spirit of Wakanda. Toad grabs the middle extract and just uh, hopes to live. Um, my opponent takes whatever they want, and then Quicksilver is able to use his superpower speedster uh, to move along, grab whichever back F they didn't take, and then move back long again. Hmm. Uh, For those people listening at home, um, advancing long three times and still having power left over is really not fair. <laughs> it's not. It's really good. Uh, and then a, a savvy opponent will be like, oh, well, if you're going to take mine, then I'm going to take yours. And so they'll just double yep. move someone to take mine. Uh, the problem with this list for them is that I have <laughs> Black Panther, front. Killmonger, and M'Baku with three yeah. power each. Uh, yeah. Okay, would you like to get charged by any of them? Usually the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Most people can't punish you super hard, um, but I've got three models. Well, Mbaku really can't, but the other two really can punish you pretty hard. Like Mbaku Black does Man- a good enough job. He's fine. He's rolling five dice. Like yeah. Killmonger is, uh, depending on where he's lined up, he may double attack you with a charge charge online. And at that point, you're probably dead mm-hmm. with five dice followed by seven dice pierce. Yeah. Uh, Killmonger can move and mantle, get one power from the attack, hopefully, and yep. then be able to leap into you. Like, there's lots of damage that it can butt out if the, you choose to, to, to steal yeah. my back ones. The really silly part is because of all the extra power they have, like, they can guarantee double attack you on turn two, even if they don't have charges. Because they can just walk at you and play Spirit of Wakanda. Or, sorry, Wakanda Forever. Like, it's silly that they have so much power that all of this stuff is online when you have zero options. Yep. So anyway, that's why Toad and Quicksilver are in the list, because at 17, uh, on those Fs, they can make a killer team with uh, the Wakandan core uh, and go go up usually four to one on extracts uh, while maintaining parity on the secures. Uh, and it just starts to tempo from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with that, the three that I had in the list were Crimson Dynamo, Thor, and Beta Ray Bill. Uh, Beta Ray Bill is in there in case uh, I at, the, at different point totals, Toad will fall out and Beta will fall in. And... Uh, Toad can take the center and be relatively safe because he can take it at range two. Uh, Beta is there in case Toad isn't so that I can play eyes with Beta and do the same thing Mm. and then be more tanky than Toad is. Yeah. The problem is I can't, since I have Toad and Quicksilver, I can't add another non-affiliated member because I'm usually running three Wakandans. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I have to upgrade either Toad or Quicksilver. Anyway. Uh, Dynamo is there for ease, as you said, and then Thor is there as a big beater in case I wanted to run him, even though I have not yet. It's pretty good in the size force, I hear. Uh, I did, indeed. 
Tactics cards are advanced R&D Embrace for Impact. Uh, I had Can I Borrow That, which is leaving. Uh, Jabari Chieftain Wakanda Forever, or Serp the Throne and Spirit of Wakanda are the gas cards. Uh, the generically good cards are Eyes for Beta, Mission Objective, and Fallback. And I objectively need to be playing more defensive cards in the list, specifically in my five. Uh, and then the crises are Spider Infected and Struggle for the Cube, which are what I want to be playing. Uh, Scrolls is the backup in case I have to get it. And then the Securers are Scoundrels, Infinity Formula, and Riots. Have you considered Senators at all just to increase the scoring? Uh, yeah, Senators is horrible. I had it in the list and took it out. Okay. Um, That's fair. So Wakandans like to be able to pick their matchups, specifically Black Panther, right? So uh, uh, Mystic Attacks, very, very bad. So I need to go away from where the Mystic Attackers are. Uh, M'Baku is weak to energy. Killmonger is just generally weak overall. He, he's fine, but nothing special. Uh, so all these models, when you gang up on them, they go down pretty easily. I've actually found Wakandan to be very uh, paperish thin compared to, like, say, the Samless I've been playing. Like, these Wakandans just melt. So I've played them in Senators, and uh, having all of them together just let the opponent focus fire them down. Yeah. So I had to ditch it, but I had the same thought you did. It was initially in the list, and then I replaced it with scrolls. Cool. Uh, so revision to the list is Dynamo is out, CGR is in, and can I borrow that leaves in exchange for vibranium shielding. You also talked about cutting, um, can I borrow that? Yeah, that's what I'm cutting. Cutting, can I borrow that, putting in vibranium shielding. Oh, right, right. No, it was, uh, we were also talking about cutting... Usurp the throne. Usurp. What were we putting in for that, maybe? Uh, I think I would want to put an escort, but I don't know if there's a better one. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder... If recal's not bad, if you're taking cosmic recal, it's actually really good for you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I find mark for death is usually something I miss. There is a lot of amazing Spider-Man running around. Yeah. Mark for death gives you that turn for sure. I was gonna want to play it's time travel. Don't ask. But then I just read it and realized it costs five power. So fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Well, it. it, it Matches perfectly with what I wanted to do, right? Which mm -hmm. was pull people off a point, then I can use this card to go score it. But <laughs> and you, you read it and go, oh, <laughs> it was so on those turns I have eight no. power. Okay. <laughs> and I decided not to kill somebody. Uh, you could put in no matter the cost, but again, I doubt it'll make your five, so it probably doesn't matter. Well, like, considering you're playing Spirit of Wakanda build specifically, like, that's fucking three of your cards already, plus Wakanda Forever makes four, I think. So it's like we're really only talking about six cards rotating in for your fifth slot. There are definitely some scenarios where I would not play Spirit of Wakanda. That's true. Okay, so official edits. Dynamo I'm going to step out. away for a second while you guys talk about this. Dynamo's out. Ghost Rider's in. Can I borrow that and usurp come out? We add Vibranium Shielding. And we like uh, Recal. Is that the next one? I like Recal a lot okay. with that stuff. With Cosmic? Yeah, because it works both ways with Cosmic. Mm -hmm. My issue is that I would usually want to use it on a Spender, which is six power already. Um, oh, wait, no. It has to be no matter the cost. Recal's out. I can't do that. <laughs> I forgot. You never take Cosmic Ghost Rider without taking no matter the cost. What am I thinking? Uh, well, I thought you were trying to make a <laughs> friendlier universe where you were trying to use them to score and stuff. Well, I am. That's the primary plan. 
but okay. I need to have a backup. <laughs> okay. That's what the team. I mean, that's what the tactics cards are. They're there for the right. uh, when I need to pull them out. Okay. Like I want to live and never get shot, but if you shoot me, then I have fallback. <laughs> okay. I never want to drop an objective, but uh, nothing stings more than double spendering with Ghost Rider. Cosmic. That is, <laughs> Trust uh, me, I'm a, I'm well aware. That'll burn your ass. <laughs> so we are not going to be as efficient as Guardians. Uh, CGR, but we are going to be significantly higher tempo on turn one. As a matter of fact, I think people are going to shit themselves. I think that you're almost <laughs> as efficient. You spend one power to reroll. Um, I think Guardians is just slightly less, and you get to do it more often. You get to have those little incremental changes. Sure. I mean... You're assuming I play Panther's Leadership. Ha ha ha. Joke's on you. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I know Aaron hates it, but... I understand why, but just saying. Like, if I roll, like, three to power up and spread Wakanda, and I'm sitting there with six fucking power turn one, people are going to shit themselves. <laughs> like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, they no, don't... You're gonna, I almost guarantee you'll have a turn where you're sitting there on the first fucking turn, and you're just looking down at, like, eight power. You're like, let's fucking go. <laughs> like, I'm going to place two walk and penance stare. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> And you know what? What's really going to blow their mind is when I do nothing but walk forward and pass turn. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, hey, yep, next turn 10 power, I do whatever the fuck I want. Well, I think that would specifically be a waste, but sure. Sure. Because <laughs> you could still just walk forward, shoot somebody, re-roll, and still go to 10 power. Yeah, but I may not want to. I mean, give them power, right? Also, don't forget, like, Shuri doing your re-rolls on top of it when you don't have to worry about skulls. Like, you could easily max out 6 for 6 every shot of the game. With Black Panther leadership and Shuri. Not wrong. Yeah, so if your goal is to make sure that people notice Cosmic, I think we're getting there. No, I actually kind of like this list. Because uh, wasn't my goal. It's a CGR like, list yeah. that is at not at all dependent on CGR to even be in the list, let alone do anything. He is both the centerpiece and the complete not yeah. even. Like, he literally was the 10th model I just threw into the list, right? You, you, you know what he did is? it live. You know what he is? He's literally the Wizard of Oz. He's the, hey, look at me, and actually he's doing nothing. <laughs> he's okay, not so supposed now, to be here. Now the and question is, <laughs> do I take Thor out and put in Thanos? No, I think that's just memeing. When would you play Thanos? Never. But it's going to break mm. my fucking opponent's mind. Um, If you're going to do something like that, you should take out both other models for like... No, that wouldn't even work. I was trying to think. If you were going to do it, I think you need to do Thanos and, like, Star-Lord. So they think at 17, your plan is to play Guardians. Mm, I no, because he doesn't have Guardian do cards. you got to protect his cards yeah. to make it nope. look real. Um, Plus, every other, every other model has an actual role, right? Yeah, the only no, model I, I that don't... does not have a role is Thor. And if I'm going to be yeah. playing Cosmic into the big boys... Like, at what point would I ever actually put Thor on the table? At a low point total where, and you're you're expecting to play big guy. I think Thor has a role. Because, you know, he's one less point, so he gives you a point drop that isn't... Like, I haven't looked at all your point breakdowns, but I'm sure there's some point at which CGR becomes a problem to take. So, at 15, it's Black Panther, Shuri, Okoye, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. God damn, that's good. 
Hot damn. So if I was to have Thor in that list, it becomes Shuri gets upgraded to Killmonger or M'Baku. You know, Black Panther, M'Baku, Shuri. Sorry, Black Panther, M'Baku, Okoye, and Thor. I am not sure that that is better, you know, Thor and Baku versus Cosmic Ghost Rider Shuri. If you don't think that you'll ever play him once CGR is in the list, then yeah, he's definitely cuttable. I don't. I just don't see what adding Thanos does for you. I um, think as a total bluff. I don't think people are scared of Thanos right now. I think they're scared of CGR. So, sure. So here's where I would play Thanos. I might play Thanos on hammers if my opponent drops it. I could see that. Thanos grabs two hammers with eyes. Cosmic Ghost Rider and, drives up, kills everything else. You have and Cosmic everyone else and goes to the other side and just overloads it with Wakandans. We're going to do it. Not because I really think it's good, but again, I haven't played Thor yet. I probably wouldn't ever pull him out in the middle of an Invitational just to see how he works. So, I just think he's somewhat useful and kind of in the mirror. Like, Let's say you didn't want to play a CGR versus CGR game. Thor's interesting against CGR because he can stagger him, he can shock him, and he can stun him. And he can kill him. <laughs> and he can kill him. Sure, does CGR so he's just kill? he's just an interesting tool. But yeah, I I think it's fine. I just she, if you're only ever putting him down as like a a red herring, I don't think it's that valuable. But the stagger and the throw is what gets him for me. Like I, that yeah. makes him good against him. There's also a lot of models Thor is good against right now, and a lot of people don't have experience playing against Thor, who's got a bunch of power. But I mean, you have CGR with rerolls. I mean, you're gonna murder him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll Oops. debate Thor versus Thanos. Make yeah. a decision tomorrow. Okay, apparently I'm playing Wakanda. Done. See how easy that was? Super easy. Very, very hard. So um, I'm bringing a couple different options. Uh, I have my normal Agent Venom that I used. To, I was playing at WTC. One of the two models I didn't play. Did, did I talk about this on the podcast? I don't know. There's two models in my list I didn't play in WTC. Oh, yeah? I thought you just said, but I, just, what? I thought just, there was just one. Uh, I thought there was one. I realized there was two after the fact. Hmm. Uh, so one was Agent Venom. Do you guys want to guess what the other one was? Better not have been Shuri. Uh, don't it tell was me not it was... Shuri. I played Shuri. You played... Uh, did you think you played Spider-Man one, or Spider-Woman once but didn't? Yes, that is correct. Okay. I think I played Spider-Woman in a pickup game. Yeah, I played it in a pickup game versus Perrin. Okay. But I did not play play her in the event. After playing her as an auto-include in like 30 straight games. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, not a WTC. But anyway, so in that four-point slot for Agent Venom, I am bringing Logan and Voodoo as alternate drops. Mm, I like them both. It's nice when you can re-roll fucking skulls with Logan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's I fine. don't know. I've never played him. You I know what? Literally, never put Logan on the table. Literally better than that. What's that? Put, playing Logan under Red Skull three and turning your skulls into crits. Yeah, yeah. I think Red Skull three has got some juice, man. Like playing against him, seeing kind of what he was able to do. I was just getting super excited thinking of Red Skull three with Zemo, just regular Zemo. Just regular plain just, ass old just Zemo. Plain ass fucking vanilla Zemo. The only thing that stops Zemo from being a god all of the time is skulls. That's the only thing. Man oh man. Yeah. Uh you're absolutely correct. <laughs> Hold on, now I have to read you the, the Red Skull list apparently <laughs> I made because Oh, is he not in that list? 
No, he is <laughs> oh in that list. God. Oh, okay. I'm like, it's re-rolls with re-rolls, and then re-roll again. And it's like, uh, I got three hits and then three skulls. Super Shit. Nitro Explosion. <laughs> so the core of the list is Red Skull 3. At yeah. 17, it's Red Skull 3, uh, Zemo or Mystique, uh, X-23, and Logan. Yeah. And then the three main splash characters are Sabretooth, Mortal, and Bullseye. So at 18, it's Red Skull, Logan, Sabretooth, X-23, and Zemo. Like, holy shit. Yeah. That is a bunch of murder. It is. That all gets to count their skulls as crits. Uh, And three healing factor models. It's just uh, pretty insane. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it's a dice list, right? So dice work, dice don't work. But the amount of pressure it puts on your opponent, like when Perrin and I are playing each other, sometimes Logan just like murders four people, like with a beam. You're like, well, okay. Uh, Well, Turns out you can turn your skulls into good things. It makes stupid characters even stupider. Yeah. Jeremy, if you ever have any future problems at your work, you should hire some mummies. Oh, no. Because they never take time off. You know why? It's a double parter. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, They're afraid to unwind. Nope. He was not impressed. That that got zero on the trash scale. Wow. That was better than zero. That was way better than zero. Yikes. Oof. All right, Jeremy. So you're playing a random pile of mutants that like to do what they want to do. Um, I'm playing some web warriors, and Aaron is playing the Wakanadans. Yep. We shall represent. Do we have predictions? Whew. Uh, 49% right. for Aaron. <laughs> okay. Strong. <laughs> oh. Aaron, you better be wearing your t shirt this weekend. If I had one. You want people to know who you are. If I had one. Um, I I think uh, me and J- me and Jeremy are either gonna win the team tournament or come in last. Become laughing stocks. <laughs> we're gonna Ricky Bobby this bitch. <laughs> but I can tell you one thing: we're gonna have the most fun in dude, the team tournaments. <laughs> dude, we I tell you, we're playing with gas. <laughs> All of our models are gonna be on fire. <laughs> we actually have a live cougar in our car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! What's your theme? What What's your affiliation again? Five point model. <laughs> <laughs> you cost five points. And, oh yeah, we can say what it is because this is going to come out on Saturday. Oh boy, <laughs> we have oh boy. we have a, some spicy meatballs. Oh my god! Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the list to, to Aaron. I want his I want his honest reaction. Where is that? Right, here we go. All right. <clears throat> list is titled "Your Comeuppance Has Come Due." We've got CGR Red Skull Two. Cable, Juggernaut, Red Skull 3, Killmonger, Lockjaw. That's Jeremy's list. My list is Malekith, <laughs> Hulk 1, Ulick, Black Bolt, Modoc, uh, Zemo, and Bob. <laughs> Aaron, you I need su- a trash rating. <laughs> you'd be surprised of how many affiliations we can make. <laughs> <laughs> Just count the number Dude, it of took leaders. Us, it took us 30 minutes to realize that we were affiliated. <laughs> we were just like, Dude, these models are great. I love this whole list. And we were like, Wait, this is affiliated. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't hate that at all. Yeah, our original plan was uh, well, we already have Black Bolt, so we should just put in like Crystal and Miss Marvel and we'll get affiliated. And we, every time we put them in, we're like, These models are trash. Just threw them to the size, like, put CGR in instead. <laughs> 
We're like, this is just better. Yeah. I'm yeah, also be fun. playing Wakanda at the team tournament, so that'll be good to actually get some practice with it. Nice. Uh, who are you playing with? Uh, Dustin from California. Ooh. Nice. He won last year, so I'm going to try to ride his coattails. Uh, was he the uh, the Spider Foes player? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. I could have not, for the life of me, told you his name, but... Yeah, I, some of us I, some of I, us care about the people we meet. I'm not. A, I'm not a. I'm not a names person. <laughs> I, I like. It took me a month to remember your name. I know. I do not know the name of it. I just know the sound it makes when it beats me. Like I could point at somebody and tell you if I know them or not, but I like. There's a ten percent chance I know their actual name. Like that's Hat and Glasses. I know this guy. I've known him for ten years. <laughs> I told you how I know people, so we're good. Mm-hmm. They have a score. <laughs> they do. <laughs> you earn points. <laughs> <laughs> the, the scene in office where he points at everybody baldy fat guy <laughs> big lips <laughs> you're like oh my god oh boy i was trying to describe chilly day to somebody that had never oh, seen the office. oh god that was <laughs> just like me. just just picture a a steel keg <laughs> that can oh. hold 100 gallons that this person is carrying while wearing oven mitts. Dude. Oh, it was great. Oh, God, that one is so oh, good. Boy. He's scooping mm-hmm. it up with a folder. Put Just it back like, in the uh, pot. I watched the making of that episode. Oh, really? And it's okay. amazing. Because the, the guy's like, all right. <laughs> the, he's talking to the props guy. And he's like, all right, so like, how how crazy do you want me to make this spill? And he's like, well the carpet that we bought to cover the actual carpet, we could only get so much of it on short notice. So it only covers this 20 foot area and then it's the actual carpet for the set. And so I need you to not get it past this line. Also, we only have two pieces, so you got to get it in two takes. And he's like, oh, okay. And then like halfway through the prep for the scene, like he's about to start carrying the thing yeah. up the stairs. And he's just like, what about like, my wardrobe. Do we have backup wardrobe? And he like asks like one of the PAs. He's like, "Do we have a backup outfit for me?" And he's just like, <laughs> gives him this scared look. And he's like, "I don't think so." <laughs> he's like, "So I'm gonna do this scene twice, and one of the takes I'm gonna be covered in chili before I spill it." <laughs> it's like, what the fuck do you think this is gonna work? So they had to do it in one take. Yeah, it was pretty great. We start cooking the chilies two days ahead. And this recipe is passed on. God. Oh, it's so good. All right. Um, well, I guess that's going to wrap it for us today. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed us talking Aaron into playing degenerate garbage. So this you all are Brandon. welcome. <laughs> this has been Brandon. Jeremy. And Mr. Degenerate. And you've just listened to The Gang Watches BSG. So what are we going to call this thing? Uh, I got it. Okay. Incredible, new, fantastic, astonishing, mighty, original, uncanny, sensational podcast. I'm just going to put down infamous.
doing it. Am I still in fucking Denmark? You are indeed not in Denmark. Is this Copenhagen? Schuvenhaven. Is that how it's said? In Danish. Schu- yeah, oh. Schuvenhaven. Okay. Uh, not everyone's trilingual like me. <laughs> after I was, you know, after we visited there, I hate it here. <laughs> like, it, I hate it here. Like, I want, I want fresh food. I want people to treat me nice. I want clean. I want clean places to go. I want clean restrooms. God damn it! Like, uh, I'm not gonna lie. The clean restrooms is nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm tired of hobos everywhere. Yeah. Um. Definitely for the infrastructure stuff that comes from more densely populated areas. Um, that was nice. But uh, I definitely missed parts of home, like having water fountains. Like, I don't know why they're allergic to having water. Like, it's I was so thirsty most of the weekend because it's like, where's the water? And they're like, we hide it. I'm like, why do you hide the water? <laughs> there seemed to be plenty of water for normal people. I accept your use of water, Copenhagen. I don't. To make me drink out of little thimbles it makes me feel like a, a giant. Uh, could have been like me and brought a water bottle. Like a portal I bottle. actually did. And then uh, I was so tired after the flight because I hadn't slept in like 30 hours. I left it in the uh, the lobby and it got taken. And I was like, no. Well, yeah. So, I mean, that's on me. But Sounds I mean, like someone they, learned a lesson. They also could have just had water. Sure. Also, their goddamn $5 Coca-Colas that have aspartame. Yep. Those are just vitamins. They're aspartame sound vitamin. Did you enjoy eating your l- lunch medicine? Hey. <laughs> I'm in I haven't whatever died they're yet, into. so yeah. I'm Undercooked for, rice for. and bean sprouts. That's I'm how you for stay alive. It. That was the most medicine <laughs> See, I've if had. If you were to cook the rice, it would have too many calories in it. <laughs> it's yeah. like snow, you need to lose calories by chewing it. <laughs> True. Did y'all do anything for Halloween? Uh, I worked. Boycotted. Was, I played. I played a Halloween playlist at the store. Oh, so did you? Music, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna rant for a second because I have a platform oh. and I can. Oh mm. my god! Here he goes again. Wait, let me get a timestamp so I can cut this out. <laughs> All right, go. <laughs> I used to be Halloween. Used to be my favorite holiday. Okay. Loved it. Like the whole, you know, theme. You know, witches, ghouls, all that. You know, and crazy shit. Little uh, green ghouls. Then we moved into the house we're in now, which is an older neighborhood, like probably made, uh, I think it was established in like the 80s, you know, subdivision. It used to be one of the nicer ones in town. Since then, three or four nicer ones, like they keep, you know, new development mm. ha- have propped up. So we're not like, uh, you know, hop, you know, snobbing with the, the super rich in town anymore. Uh, but the neighborhood is still kind of, you know, old money, if you will. Uh, anyway, when I grew up in St. Louis, when you went and, uh, trick-or-treated, it was just like you left your house, right? You walked around the neighborhood and you trick-or-treated and you came back home and you had a huge bag full of candy and shit. Mm-hmm. Now, what they do where I live is, uh, people post where the best places to go trick-or-treating are mm-hmm. and they go and they drop their kids off and they scour the neighborhood real quick and they pick them up and they take them to the other nice neighborhood. And they do mm. that, and they come back with, like, six garbage bags full of candy. Yeah. And if you're not handing out, like, you know, full Snickers bars, they're like, ah, and they just move on. You are uh, trash. So, yeah. I just – it has turned into such a commercialization, not not even, like, corp- corporate, but I, I just – I don't oh, yeah. get it. Like, I would, like, I would love to have a neighborhood trick-or-treating 
Like, let's have a cul-de-sac party. We'll go down there. The adults will drink. You know, we'll we'll shoot the shit. The the neighborhood kids will all trick or treat amongst the neighborhoods. But now, like, it is fucking. I I refuse to drive after like five p.m. because you cannot leave my subdivision because of all the cars and people walking. Yeah. It is fucking nuts. And so it drives me insane. I think part of the problem is you're in the rich neighborhood. <laughs> well, clearly. If- if you're in like a smaller area, then you know there isn't that huge flood of people coming to where you're at, and so it's kind of more normalized. But yeah, you're experiencing one end of the spectrum, I think. And we get people so, from like fifty miles away. It is stupid. So my neighborhood is now. I'm going to rant a little bit. Where <laughs> I live in my neighborhood is much like the scene in The Crow, Devil's Night. Where everything is on fire and people are screaming and shooting guns. So, <laughs> if I had to choose one. <laughs> you choose no, my white picket fence suburbia? No, we just don't. Like, basically all the kids around our neighborhood, because it's uh, townhouses, uh, nobody actually trick-or-treats here. You go to the nicer area, which is where my Yeah, they, all, they get in the van and they go to, they <laughs> yeah. go to fucking Aaron's house. Yeah, they, we, we actually drop them off at Aaron's house. So no, yeah. no no so here's we drive the deal. fifty miles to Aaron's house. <laughs> so my favorite part is my kids have figured a different way to do Halloween entirely, and they came up with this on their own. Halloween yeah, for them is completely different. So what they mm-hmm. do is they dress up in their own psychopathic fucking costumes that they make these masks that look like leather face masks out of like porcelain, and they paint them up. And they look they're completely disgusting. And then when kids come to get candy, they charge out the door, scare the shit out of little kids, and chase them down and basically jam candy into their bags, run back <laughs> inside and hide in the house. Dude, it is the most awesome version of Halloween I've ever encountered. They love <laughs> Your it. kids just attack people? Oh, yeah. Half the time, the kids don't even stop at the house because my kids scare them off. It is amazing. Now, that's Halloween. That's cool. I concur. Oh, yeah, and then, so I was like, maybe I'll take my boys, we'll go to a haunted house, that'll be our thing. You know what's not our thing? Spending $140 to wait in a line for three hours. Mm-hmm. Talk about commercialization, Jesus age. I looked that up and looked at reviews and stuff. I remember going when I was a teenager and it was like... It was like 20 bucks, yeah. I don't remember that. I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. Nope. Um... Yeah, I used to like Halloween. Uh, I don't know what it is. I've kind of been longing for this. I never go to parties anymore. I don't know if it's just I'm getting older and, like, I don't get invited to parties. But, uh, you know, going to, like, a nice Halloween party at somebody's house, I think, sounds like a good time. But I haven't been invited one in, like, ten years now, it feels like. We we were all wondering why you weren't there. But uh, yeah. now, now that you <laughs> brought it up. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Actually, I mean, I, I guess... That just means I need to have the party, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Like, all of that Jeremy, stuff in my life, when I got divorced, like, all of that stopped. Like, that was all you that... You got all the friends. Well, yeah, like, I guess. Just <laughs> everybody, like, families put together family stuff, and it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Like, too many people I know have families, and so they don't do, like, friend stuff anymore. They do yeah, family uh-uh. stuff now. I like going Where to parties you... with ghouls. With ghouls? Yeah. Do you know what their favorite drink is? I don't no. know. Go ahead. Anything with booze. Oh, man. That's kind of cute. 
Oh no, he turned the page. That means there's more. <laughs> Jeremy's not very excited. No, I, that was a good. I like that one. That was kind of cute. I think he said ghouls. I think he meant ghosts. I meant ghouls. Okay. Ghouls, like boy, boys and ghouls. He's he's. It was actually a date rape drug uh, joke, which is not that funny, but I found it funny still. <laughs> I wonder if Parker's doing Halloween stuff and just forgot to say something. The day after Halloween? Who does that? Parker. Probably. Probably. Yeah, He's fr- We're doing Halloween for the dog. <laughs> yeah. Or the dog got into the Halloween candy is now shitting all yeah. over the house. There's Kit Kat wrappers in the dog's ass. You have to dig them out. I almost forgot to bring this up. So remember last week when he was like, I'm going to be at breakfast and I'm going to be there for games. Oh, so God. up to breakfast. Yeah. But then he was three hours late to play games. What? Five minutes from the breakfast place. How did that happen? <laughs> Parker's the only person that could be at breakfast and be three hours late for a game. <laughs> right after breakfast. He hadn't decided, but he wanted to play. He wanted to discuss yeah. it at breakfast. So we discussed yeah. so it at breakfast. So he went to talk about lists. He decided but on then, it and then took three hours to pack his models. Yeah, so he didn't bring his models because he didn't know what to bring because he only brings exactly what he's going to play with. And so he had to go home. And then when he went home, yeah, that's, life that's, happened that's and the... his toilet exploded and he had to fix his toilet. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, you can't go back home. Yeah, yeah. There is no there is no go home. There's I am gone now. Yeah. No, no, no. He's like when he hasn't figured out the, the tactic of that every guy knows, like once you step out the front door. Airplane mode, which is like just completely yeah, yep. the rest of your life. <laughs> I always, uh, when when I go to conventions, mm-hmm. and I always feel like I've time traveled and went back to the same spot I left the last time I was mm-hmm. at the convention or whatever it was. Yeah, because like it's the same people, like doing the same, same things, doing talking, the same stuff, and they're like they have. It's like, like going back to it's like it's like just the next week of high school. And yeah, it's, it's just so like everyone's doing. Weird. It doesn't matter what happened in between. Like, we're not going to talk about that. Maybe someone will ask you, but we're just going to ignore it. And we're just going to pretend it's the next day. Yeah. And eventually those people started having children and showing me pictures of their kids and stuff. And I'm like, all right, this is getting a little too uncomfortable. Let's go back yeah. to just gaming. <laughs> I mean, my first, uh, I'm pretty sure my first Adepticon was 2010. Yeah. And it's like the same fucking thing. Like it's moved locations and it's the same event. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, Warfare. Uh, One like Machine that. Weekend was very much the same. It it changed locations and it's the exact same thing. Dude, that trash hotel that War Machine Weekend used to be in was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was like mm-hmm. just murder central. <laughs> the wall. You, you mean like up, the tiny one? The tiny one. I never tiny went one. to the tiny one. No, oh. the one that was next door to a strip club. No, I Dude, never if you would have turned the, uh, the lamp black light on. Oh my god. Yeah. I do I've stayed at that hotel, but it was not for War Machine Weekend. It was for some other event. Because, uh, I, remember, I don't know, I think you were there. We went to go check in, because it is literally next door to a strip club. <laughs> so we go uh-huh. to check in, and there's the, these two cops and this dude and this chick standing at the front desk. We're like, oh, here we go. <laughs> this woman basically just starts screaming at the hotel clerk for about ten solid oh minutes. God. We have no idea what's happening. But the more she talks, the crazier the story gets. Oh, and the Jesus. two cops are like, we're going to have to arrest you if you can't show us ID. And she left her ID in her room. And so she's yelling at the desk clerk to let her into the room. And guess what? She doesn't have any ID. So oh my God. It's just this circular logic trap that she just, this drunk woman is screaming at the hotel clerk and eventually he's like you know what i don't fucking care you can get into this room i don't even care if it's yours anymore just please leave 
And eventually she goes up to the room, shows the police her ID, and they leave. And we're just sitting in the hotel waiting to check in this whole time. It was oh amazing. When I lived in Syracuse, New York, there's a, it was a tournament in Rochester. And uh, it was a two-day thing. So me and my friend John drive up there. And it's one of those, it's just, you get the hotel or whatever, that sight unseen. Yeah. We're like, okay, we're going to be two days. We'll just get a room. It's fine. So we get a room for this for this thing. And it's one of those with like the door on the outside. And it's only yeah. one, one level. It's a motel, not a hotel. Yeah, it's only one level. That. And it's mm-hmm. like 100% looks like everything you've seen where murders are at. And we murders go in and there. Like, oh, that's, that's and we go in this room. I swear to God, it's all wood paneling. And like <laughs> crazy patterns on the walls and shit, and it's tiny. We're like, we are fucking dead, man. <laughs> like we're sitting in there. The walls no are way so we make thin. It out of this. Oh yeah, all night long. Whoop whoop whoop. And the fucking lights are flashing. We're like, we're fucking dead, man. That was so crazy. <laughs> He's like sleeping beside the bed so they can't see you if they kick oh, the door in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it so, was kind of like that. Uh, me and um. Max, my old roommate, uh, went to the away game in 2019? No, 2021. With the Titans game? No, I think it was 19. It was a away Titans game in Nashville. So we yeah. it was the same weekend as War Machine weekend. So we drove to St. Louis at early, got there at like noon, stayed till like 7 o'clock, and then drove the rest of the way to Nashville. Yeah. Because it, it basically That's broke up the drive exactly yeah. in half. Uh, and we got to spend like six hours at War Machine Weekend, which is pretty cool. Um, so we get to the hotel, and it's it's bigger than the one you were talking about, but it's one of the like doors on the outside bricks uh-huh. of rooms. And uh, we're staying on the ground floor, and it's not in a good neighborhood. And so, like multiple times throughout the night, there's like people walking up and down the sidewalk, like knocking on doors <laughs> and stuff because they're trying to meet people. <laughs> and it's just oh, like, God. oh god, <laughs> like and we're like in a weird place we've never been before, and. A, I barely slept. I was like, man, we're gonna, someone's going to try and come in here. Well, it's you and Max. I'm sure you had many guns. We did have many guns. <laughs> That's one thing I know. You had many guns. I don't. We didn't have many guns. You don't want to get caught without your guns. <laughs> don't, don't leave without all the guns. Yeah. So similar experience. Uh, went to a Blood Bowl tournament in Oklahoma with Richard. I don't know, six, six months ago or so. And uh, I'm a cheap ass, so we got a Motel 6 in Oklahoma City. Holy shit. Uh, the, the parking row was filled with six cars that did not work to the people living in them. Um, oh, man. Yeah, it, it was really bad. Uh, but mm-hmm. we spent the night. Car was still there in the morning. <laughs> and uh, yeah. we continued our uh, excursion and left. And I swore off Motel 6 for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's more about creepy, like yeah. the neighborhood, right? Like You can get like cheap motels in nice areas, and they're totally fine. Yeah, so fast forward to last weekend when we had to drive up to uh, Lincoln for a Saturday Blood Bowl tournament at 8.30 a.m., so we left on Friday to get a hotel, but Lincoln had a uh, college football game on Saturday. Mm. So the hotel Uh we normally stayed at had just got bought out, and they had a new two-day stay rule, probably because of the game, and every place in Lincoln was expensive as dog shit. So we ended up staying in... Nebraska City, which is about 45 minutes away, in between, excuse me, here and there, at a Motel 6. Uh, there were four of us traveling, and uh, I got a, a room with three queens. Ooh. Yeah. It was actually like a double suite. It wasn't just three queens pushed up against each other. Yeah. So 
managed to hit the jackpot there. We put four people in three beds, one of them being my son and I, um, for super cheap. So one horrible Motel 6 followed by a, uh, a diamond in the rough. Nice. Well, the next time decides it. <laughs> hmm. Yes. Um, coming back from the American Team Championships for War Machine in, gosh, I want to say like 2016? Might have, yeah, no, it was January 2017, because that was the year I went to WTC. Um, we're driving back from ATC, uh, and we get stuck in an ice storm in Iowa in January. Uh, we're driving on this middle of freaking nowhere two-lane gravel highway. Uh, no, it was paved here. It was, it was going between gravel and pavement repeatedly. Um, and it is like just, we had just come out of the bad part of the ice storm. And so we're doing, I think we're doing like 45 and a 70 is how bad the roads are. And we come out from behind an embankment and the, we get hit by the wind broadside in my old white Pathfinder. Uh, and this is where we get the battle damage. <laughs> and uh, we just immediately start spinning. And so we Ugh. did, I think, three full revolutions on the highway uh, before I finally got a little bit of traction and kind of got it going straight. But we were going backwards. <laughs> and so I just got it to where we weren't going to go off the road sideways. And uh, we went into a six-foot ditch. Jesus. Didn't roll. And um, that was me, Scott, and Jeremy Gregg in the car. Uh, so we... We end up, you know, car turns off because we're going backwards and all that. Uh, got the, Get the car started about a minute later. And we're in like six inches of slush and, you know, weeds. And uh, I end up having to pull out two of our air mattresses we had in the car to jam them under the wheels so we get a little bit of traction. <sighs> I get the thing moving and we like drive up the you know ditch a bit to a little bit of a dry spot. And we just start, like, rocking it, going up the hill, back and forth. It's a six-foot hill, and it's covered in ice. And so you have to get a really good running start at it. But So there's there's we kind of have Jeremy Gregg looking out on the road, and he's kind of giving me the thumbs up when there's no cars coming. And if he gives me the thumbs down, I have to bail out of the attempt because <laughs> we don't want to just appear up oh, on the God. road <laughs> when someone's doing 65. Yeah. But, yeah, after about an hour, I get it back on the road. Um, an hour of just rocking it, making like a track. Um, we get going. Uh, I get up to about 15 miles an hour and immediately lose it again because now the tires are wrapped in ice. Oh my God. <laughs> and because the car was actually in pristine condition to this point. And then we lost it going the other direction. Like you're just zero control. Like the cars just start spinning at 15 miles an hour. What do you do? Um, and we tagged the, um, the cable divider in the middle of the road. And that's what ripped up the front end. Mm. Um, but anyway, after that, we did 10 miles an hour to the next exit and we got out at a motel eight. Uh, we stayed there and that, that place was awful, but it didn't matter. Cause you know what? It wasn't an ice stricken highway. That's all that we cared about. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. The floor was wet. <laughs> Ugh. Like we walk in, it's like squish and we're like, okay, I don't even care. I'm just going to lay down. I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, one of the hotels we stayed at, uh when we were visiting the, the Muse uh, guys, I think we go in the hotel and it smelled like wet dog and pure cigarettes. Like <laughs> I, I haven't encountered something like that since then, or maybe yeah. even before then it was an immediate allergy asthma attack. 
I thought I was going to fucking die. And it was like an unbelievable experience. Like, you're like, I haven't witnessed that. Like, am I in prison? Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, that was insane. And like, you know, when things are drenched in cigarette smoke, it's like, how did this fucking happen? Like, how did, who let this happen? (laughs) Somebody's just been there for 30 years and they just didn't care. No one's ever cared. You could wring out a cigarette. Like from ju- like the juice, like cigarette juice. Ugh. You know what I like to imagine is there's actually just like a spray bottle that has a wet dog and cigarette smell. Oh, they spray yeah. it in there because that's what people expect. Oh yeah, not because of what they want. It says here, no money back. I'm like, oh fuck you, dude. Ugh. There's just three inches of standing water in your room. They're like, no money back. No money back. It says right there. I'll just sleep in the lobby. How about that? <laughs> you know what? Call the police. Let's see what they say. Call the police. <laughs> oh, boy. What the fuck are we going to talk about today? Um, well, we didn't record it, so we could probably go over... Uh... Oh, I have, I have a plan for that. Don't oh, worry. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, talk about what we're going to... We could actually try and come up with some solutions of what we're playing at uh, Warfare. I, yeah, I know I know what I'm playing, that. but I'm bringing a couple options. Yeah, I painted up uh, Red Skull. He's ready. He's hot. Nice. He's he's hot, ready to go. All two did, colors uh, did of him. Did you did you see the rulings for for Mister R R S three? I guess. I mean, what I don't. What are the final solution? What's the final option? Uh, the leadership works as you think it would. Yeah. Uh, but we're he's doing all or nothing on the share power. So if you use somebody else's power, you have to use you have to pay for it solely with their power, not with yours and theirs combined. Oh, so he can't give his own. Uh, he can pay for his own powers, but if you use somebody else's power, you can't mix it. It has to be all all or nothing. Really? That's the way he's deciding to go with it because he thinks it's ambiguous wording. Um, it's whatever. I mean, okay, that's odd. Okay, it's what it is. In our list, it really doesn't matter. That's fine. Yeah, I, I doubt not, I mean, it'd be nice if it did work that way, but it's whatever. Yeah, that definitely wasn't the point of it. <laughs> I don't think so, but you know what? No, I'm I saying the point of our list. That way. Like, but that's more of a rules forum problem than a dev problem. Yeah, yeah. We're using him because he's a four-pointer and he makes the list work, so yeah. it's fine. It's okay. A leadership is better than no leadership. Man, I tried so hard to make that Inhumans affiliated, and it turns out Inhumans are just a giant pile of dog shit. <laughs> Whoa! You heard it here first, mm. folks. It's like, can I just have Black Bolt and you keep the rest? Which is like something no Inhumans player has ever said. <laughs> uh, note to listeners, Brandon does not represent the uh, complete views of everyone in Infamous. I mean, I think that's a given. I know. They just need a reminder once in a while. Okay. There needs to be a timestamp on it. That way we can pull it up in the future quickly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Alrighty. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and jump into it. Alright, Aaron. The the big question everyone wants to know, how far into BSG are you? Episode 3, maybe 4. Did you watch the, the miniseries? I did. Okay. Did you like the miniseries? It was okay. I might commit self-harm if you don't like I it. I was going to say, careful, careful. You're messing with his emotions right now. <laughs> I understand. So I was initially taken aback with the, uh, what I will <laughs> what I will generously call 
very bad CGI. It is older, <laughs> and it was a it was the pilot basically for the TV show. So sure, they had a fairly but low budget. I was like, was this made in 1970? Nope, mm-hmm. the two thousands. Right. Hey, the two thousands was a long time ago, sir. <laughs> sure, they ran out of cocaine um, in the nineties. Yeah, I think the initial Star Wars in nineteen seventy eight had better graphics than this did. Um, um, well, sure, but it was a way bigger budget, right? Like they had like, actually, I'm curious, what was the original? They had tens and sure. tens of dollars back then. Tens it was made for the Sci Fi Channel, right? It wasn't even one of the main ones. I get it. So yeah. I'm just giving you my initial reaction of plugging it no, in no, and being I'm like, hit gonna, play, no, and yeah. I was like. Oh my god, that's really bad. <laughs> the worst part of the show by far is the CGI. Okay. Because it's it's dated. At the time it was solid for a TV show. But sure. yeah, it's not So I just had to, you know, to in my mind picture up. them doing all kinds of cool maneuvers while they're fighting the Cylons, not just like flying in a straight line. <laughs> yeah. Um uh so yeah, so I had to get past that. Uh there are two things that I I really don't like about the series so far. Uh one is the whole uh I have a secret that ruins like mm-hmm. life as you know it. Like I hate yeah. the trope of if we would just communicate better, we would, you know, solve all these problems, but no, we're just going to keep everything to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the main one. Uh, so other, go ahead. Um, the CW style secret keeping is the plot. I hate so much. Right. And there's, there's a small amount of that in the beginning. Um, there's some major spoilers just at the end of the first episode. Oh, I think it's the end of the main series. At the end yeah, of the main yeah. series, there's yeah. already some big spoilers. Yep. And so, like, a lot of that stuff, it doesn't get held forever. Like, that stuff comes out pretty quick. Sure. Honestly. But the, yeah. this, so, the, the, the two yeah. tropes. One is the secrets inside mm-hmm. the show. Like, yeah. this person is keeping a secret from person X. And the second one I don't love is when the audience knows something the characters don't. Yeah. Because it's really hard to immerse yourself into what they, the characters, yeah. are feeling and thinking in the moment because you have information they don't. Yeah. Uh, and so you forget that, like, so-and-so doesn't know this. So you're you're confused as to why they're making certain choices and for sure. Right. And so the entire plot line in my mind is just how to resolve these people figuring out X, mm-hmm. which is less interesting because I already know X, right? So those two, I'll call them tropes turn me off from shows in general um having said that uh everything or maybe even in spite of that i i, I found it watchable plus mm-hmm. um i haven't wanted to uh like turn it off and be like oh my god why am i watching this but on the other hand i'm not like oh just one more before i go to bed right but mm-hmm. again i'm only on episode three or four so um a lot of people find the very first actual episode that isn't the pilot very gripping, which is the thirty-three. Yep. Yep. I, so, I think I would. I finished that one, and toward the end, mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out what the hell thirty-three had to do with anything. It's the uh, the time. Sure, oh, I understand like why it's like thirty-three, 33 minutes. minutes. They get you know the Cylons arrive every thirty-three minutes. I'm like, why is it thirty-three minutes? One at thirty-five. One at hour twenty. They they don't know. Yeah, so... <laughs> it's just however long it took them to, like, you know, plot their course or whatever. Yeah, and there are still some cliffhangers from exactly, you know, how they're finding them. And then we go to the flashbacks that, you know, I can piece together stuff and I, I, I can figure it out. But, yeah, um, so that's all fine. So all of that's fine. Um, yeah, I did a little bit of research that said, like, you don't even need to, don't even need to watch the miniseries. You can just, you know, seasons you one, one and to. two are amazing and yeah. then it kind of goes downhill. But whatever, I'm going to watch all four, assuming I can get the dvds 
Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's where I'm at now. It is a it is a show that I am I'm happy to continue watching for now, but I'm not sure what would rate at presently super high in my recommendations to others. Yep. Four um, and a, it's about a four and a half of ten. Ooh, and four and a half seems lost low. Jeremy, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, the internet's cutting out. It's just can't hear you anymore. It's weird. Ignore the mute symbol. Um, yeah, no, I. It definitely the show has its hiccups and its flaws. Like it existed during the first big writer strike of the two thousands, so they went an entire season without their writers, and so that definitely didn't help. But um, no, I, I definitely love the show. Um, there, it has a lot of growth, and so I'm I'm curious how you like it. How, how yeah. I'm curious how you'll like it as it develops. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you're finally watching it. I said all it would take was some models, so I guess it and actually. You now know. we got the models. Yeah. Got fucking seven more models to go. I might not need. To, I might not need four seasons. All right. So getting to the brass tacks here, gentlemen. We've got some movies. All right. So I. In hindsight, probably would have worded my topic better, but uh, I said what I said. So um, we're going to go with Halloween movies in the spirit of Halloween. Um, so these will be basically anything that's directly related to Halloween tropes, themes, or times. Um, so we've got and it happens on Halloween or is related to Halloween type themes. Um, who's going first this week? Uh, it can't be me because I have to abstain. You're abstaining from what? The movies in general? I, uh, have watched no Halloween movies in my life ever. That can't be true. Well, none came to mind, so my IMDb search of best Halloween movies, top 100, and I still hadn't watched a single one, so... Oof. Uh, I did not want to uh, to spoil that earlier and have us choose a different category because you deserve the category you chose. Uh, but <laughs> I don't do horror. Yeah, I'm not sure. For me, like um, Halloween isn't directly horror movies, right? But I mean, a lot of them lot could of be, right? Not. So, right. So, like, and a lot of monster movies are less scary and more campy, um, especially the Halloween ones. Like, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a scary movie. That some people could even call a monster movie, but it's not really Halloween related. It's just scary. Sure. Um, well, well, let me see what you guys go with, and maybe something will jog my memory. But uh, again, this okay. is not a protest. It is just a. I, I literally. No, have yeah, nothing. you're fine. So um, we've been going with the rule of the person who chose category can't go first because Jeremy's tired of losing. <laughs> so um, Jeremy gets to go first. Um, this was a weird one. I, I'm not sure. I, it's definitely still... weird. Not exactly sure what is correct in this one, but I kind of went towards the what does my family like to watch during um, Halloween. So these movies come out on Halloween. Saw movies come out on Halloween. They only come out during Halloween. So I was going to choose Saw. We always go and see Saw movies on Halloween. Do I get to choose that or not? I'm not going to argue against it. It's a pretty weird topic. Uh, I would definitely put that more in the just random scary movie one, but it is kind of in the spirit of like weird shit going on. That's fine. Like I said, I'm going to be pretty relaxed with this one. I, I just did it because it's Halloween. Um, I'm going to go with a, a little bit more classical one, and I don't 
know why I, I like this movie, but I've always enjoyed it, even on rewatches. Uh, Hocus Pocus is uh, one of the old Disney Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. People like um, it. I don't think I've ever yeah, watched it. it's fine. It's definitely more of a kid's movie, but it's fine. Um, so, Aaron, with those two in the pipe, do you have anything <laughs> you'd like to say? Nope. <laughs> Didn't think so. Tell you what, I'm going to give you some layups. How about that? Okay. I'm going to give you The Nightmare for Christmas. Because I feel like you've seen that at least once. You'd be wrong. Mm, with how much you like Disney? Mm, wait, wait, hold wait, time out. <laughs> Why do you think I like Disney that Disney that much? Because you do. Mostly that reason. Ouch. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to also give you... Oh, no, Jeremy might pick this one. I'll fill yours in later if we, you, you still can't come up with anything. Because I don't want to steal stuff from Jeremy that Jeremy might use. Jeremy, was that on your list? No. I've said it before, okay. so I couldn't be on my list. That's fair. Uh, so I'm going to rebound here and go with The Addams Family. Ooh, you bastard. That was on my list. I know. That that was that was, that was was a hot one. Hmm. And there's still a bunch I have on here. I mean, I have seen that one at some point in my life, but I'm not sure I'd ever recommend it. The Addams Family? It's just a nice, fun one. I like Values mm. better. That one's Values is probably better, but I hate going with sequels when they're they're like close, yeah. right? Um, so another one that is a Halloween one that I went and saw with my mom on Halloween years and years ago, and it was completely inappropriate as I was 15 years old, and it gave me fucking nightmares. Uh, Candyman. Oh, that's a scary one. Jesus Christ. I remember seeing that one. I think I was eight when I saw that. Oh, Jesus, that's way too young. No, I was like, no, my mom I was 15. That was fucked up, dude. No, yeah, I remember watching it. There's like nudity in it. Like, it's a fucking crazy movie. Yeah, it's brutal. Ooh. I think I saw Candyman at the drive in. It's like, and why are all these kids, why is that eight year old crying? <laughs> and vomiting. Yeah, wow. All right. Um, all right, your last pick, Jeremy. Oh. Um, so I'm going to go with one that's very current and also it's, it's always awesome to find a good family one. Uh, and I, Adam Sandler did it on this one. The Hoobie Halloween on Netflix is actually really fun to watch with your kids. Um, Hoobie, how do you spell that? H U B I E Hoobie's Halloween. And it's Adam Sandler. It's almost like a mashup of his other dumb ones he did when he was younger. He's just acting okay. like an ass and doing fun stuff. And the more you watch it, kind of the funnier it actually kind of is. Um, my kids, okay. it's Halloween. Um, oof, I did not think I would have multiple good ones left. Uh, Aaron, is there anything you'd like to throw out there? Just as You can even say stuff you haven't seen. I don't care. Casper. <laughs> That was a good one. I'm not. I am. I refuse Casper to. A good one. I refuse to recommend a movie I have not seen and do not enjoy. Okay. All right. All right. Fair. Green Mile. Well, I know there's one on here that you should be saying that Forrest you're not Gump. saying. Oh, sure. There's one that came out in like the Gladiator. 1980s that has to do with ghosts. Busters, busting ghosts. Busting makes me feel good. Didn't Is see that it. a Halloween movie? Yeah, it's about catching ghosts. It's as much of a Halloween movie as Casper is. It literally takes place on Halloween, too. Then that would be a good one, yes. All right, so he's taking Nightmare Before Christmas and... No. Uh, 
He's got Ghostbusters right. one, Ghostbusters so two. So I'm just gonna point out that was what was that was gonna be my pick. So no, you can you can take it. You. you can take no, it. No, it's fine. No, no, no. I want you to be involved. I'm helping you. Hmm. Look, everyone, he's helping. Um, <laughs> I actually thought Jeremy was gonna take Lost Boys. I thought about it, but those uh, Lost Boys is awesome. That's true. It is. Uh, I'm gonna go with Beetlejuice as my last one. Lydia. Mm-hmm. I very much like the comedy style of like the satire scary movies, mm-hmm. but not like scary movie because that's stupid. Parker loves that shit. <laughs> like that's like like the slapstick satire. I think is a little over the top, but it's still entertaining. Yeah, but like Parker Parker could watch scary movie all goddamn day long. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good. I'm gonna, scream, I'm gonna, scream, scream. I forgot about that one. Right, yep. You're saying you want to pick Scream instead of one of yours? No. I also want Scream. I'm putting down Parker for Scary Movie 1, 2, 3. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he won't even complain. Uh, I want uh, Wild Things. Wild Things? Okay. I saw that on one of the lists, but I hadn't seen it. Uh, that is uh, one of the most is. inappropriate fucking movies for children <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> They're like punching each other in the face over nothing. And like one's like a boy, one's a girl. The boy's like smashing the girl's face in. Like it's com- what the fuck? Um Aaron, are you done? Do you want to pick another one? Well, that's probably not even a Halloween movie, but they both starting to have Campbell, so Sure. We're going to call it close. Wait, enough. did you choose Scream? Is that is that on your list? No. Oh, okay. I only choose wildly inappropriate things. Okay. Oh god. Not bad movies like uh, Scream. So talking about um, honorable mentions, then, in case we can inspire Aaron to pick a third movie. Okay. Uh, I've got Young Frankenstein. Oh, that's a good one. No. Mm-hmm. Have you never seen it? Nope. Uh, it's the only Mel Brooks movie I actually recommend to people. Igor. Igor. Um, I I had this on the list, but I don't know if it really counts. Jeremy, I'm going to need an opinion on this uh-huh. one. Clue? No. I love Clue. I, I don't know so. how... Halloween themed it is. No, there's no. But it, it's very much in that like comedy, scary movie kind of trope. Uh, I've also got John Carpenter's Vampires. I guess that's a good one. What's the uh, the vampire one with George Clooney? Oh, from Dust Till Dawn. That's a there good one. Go. Oh yeah, is yeah, that yeah, that's... a Halloween? Yeah, that's fine. It's vampire movie. Vampires are Halloween theme. Okay, that one can go on the list. All right, we did it. We've got four lists, despite some gerrymandering. All right, so we got Jeremy's got Saw, Candyman, and Hoobie's Halloween. I've got Hocus Pocus, Adam's Family, and Beetlejuice. Solid list, although probably would be a little bit better with Ghostbusters. Then Aaron's got Ghostbusters, Wild Things, Dust Till Dawn. And then Parker's got Scary Movie 1, 2, 3. <laughs> no, That's hold on, wait, perfect. wait, wait. I got it. Hold on. Wait, wait. Scary movie one, three, and two. <laughs> no, no. There you <laughs> go. Make him think that he picked it in the order he likes. You should it. do it one, two, four. <laughs> Everyone should wonder why he skipped Is there three. Four? Scary huh? movie one. No, because I know he likes three. Oh. Scary well, movie one. one. Scary movie do two. Do one, three, four. Airplane. One, three, four. <laughs> Just like he didn't like. He didn't like two. I don't know why. <laughs> scary movie one. Scary movie three. And airplane. Is there? Are there four scary movies? Yes. Okay, good. That's, this is going to be fucking great. 
Until he wins. That <laughs> He probably fucking will. This is what happens when you're not here. Uh, j- this is a public service announcement. If you vote for Parker's list, you will be kicked out of the Discord. <laughs> you also So if you voted head. for it, you better go in and unvote for it before I catch you. Because <laughs> if yep. I catch you at any point, kick banned. <laughs> cool. All right, well, I've still got to edit this and post it and do all the other stuff before I go to sleep. So Awesome. Um, Yep. Uh, Jeremy, I will be at your house around 7-ish. Um, Aaron, Seven. I'll be at your parents' house around 11.30, probably. Rough guess. That's too fucking Should late. take about three and a half. Unless you're planning on, like, you know... Go with 11, then. I don't know how far it is from Jeremy's house. I don't know, but I know you it's about four hours at my house my at house. fucking 7. Don't be coming over here at, like, fucking 8. Well, I gotta wait for uh, Zach, but yeah. Okay, I'll let you know I'll what dinner there. plans are, no later if there than, are any. Yeah, no later than 8.30 not listening anymore <laughs> um yeah I'll, I'll try and go there at a reasonable time um aaron obviously will need an address at some point if you haven't already given it to jeremy am i a responsible adult i believe in you mm-hmm. but i also believe that you're tired uh, jeremy had it days ago okay good but that doesn't mean he's not gonna lose it did i have it okay. days ago <laughs> jeremy's like shit <laughs> now i look like the idiot All right. Hold on. Maybe I just screwed that up. Yeah, but I'm yeah. pretty sure I don't, but just you can get it to me. I'm sure. Nothing's better than grandstanding and then you like, I'm, I'm 100% certain we can make this happen if technology is uh, what I think it is. And oh I don't. And oh, do I know technology. Yeah, Jeremy's really good with the technology. He knows that it exists. Okay, I just sent it to both of you. Nice. Oh my God. <laughs> you dumb sons of bitches! I, I sent you know, it to I him. I need to clip this. Hold on, I, I gotta clip this. I sent it to him months ago. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid fucks! Hey, all I will say is, <laughs> I uh, I receive as good as I give. How about that? I will. I will take criticism on <laughs> stupid <laughs> shit like that without without complaint. <laughs> Uh, I just want you to know, yeah, I have a timestamp in here. It says 150 to 156 Aaron faced. <laughs> that's that's what the timestamp is. So I actually sent it to... Okay. I, no, I sent Kenny my address and then I pinned it so he'd have it. That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking of. Fuck, I'm mm-hmm. getting old. Yeah. You got the oh, mention. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually think I might. That's, I'm not joking, but that's that's a serious conversation. You might have dementia. Well, so my grandfather just died from it. Well, he died from complications, and it was yeah, yeah. significant dementia. Uh, I just wonder at what point, if I were to start exhibiting signs of dementia, is it 40s? Is it 60s? I don't know, but uh, I definitely do not remember everything as well as I did when I was younger. But I do I just think standard. I don't remember it? <laughs> like or do I actually not remember it? I don't know. Maybe you just misremember how well you used to remember. See, it, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, Aaron, we'll still love you, and um, no one here is gonna know if you have it or not because we're all fucking crazy. So, uh, including me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you're gonna be at Warfare, come say hi. We'll be the people in the black and the green yelling at each other. So uh, we'll see you later. I'll be in the slightly inappropriate Logan and Storm jersey. What? I, I, if you're actually going to wear a jersey, I need to know in advance. 
Oh, I that's right. Gave you mine away. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I meant to ask you guys. I talked to Jeremy about this. Do you want a commemorative jersey that says like WTC 2023 Copenhagen on the back? No. If but no, okay. I might want a patch. Like I might want to put on a like permanent jersey that like I don't never mm-hmm. trade away and then I could put patches to the events that we get that we go to. Well, so like I said, the the real the 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 leap play move is to figure out who you're going to trade with before you go mm-hmm. and order a jersey in their size. And then you just take them one and you trade on day one. Sure. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not that. Right. And also like, who knows if you want to trade with somebody, you know, and that's usually like I've been several times kind of thing. And I, I've already made a deal with somebody from last year to trade jerseys next year. Right. And so like, yeah, you've yeah. already got it lined up. Yeah. But no, so I would yeah. be interested in a Jersey with a patch that we could then add to, but mm-hmm. I don't think I just want a commemorative Jersey for the one event. Yeah. Well, I just know. Cause like you and Aaron, and Perrin don't have jerseys anymore because they you all traded them, right? Uh, Perrin did not trade his. Perrin did not. So I did, I was going to ask Aaron if he wanted one. That way he'd be like, "Hey, look, I went and, and like you could keep it or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or just wear it to places." If you're like, "Hey, guys, I was on the WTC. Like, I was selected." Like, I think it's stuff. cool. Yeah, I like that idea. Same thing happens if I get a patch and I sew it onto my jersey, right? It's true. You could get a patch. Then I can get another patch. Well, I think the coolest thing about our jerseys is that they're, you know, high-definition printing. So, like, we could put whatever we want on them. Because I'm definitely getting a new one for next year. Anyway. uh, Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.